Two guys had an idea to get together and save the world. Two minds linked as one that make some noise and they'd have some fun. Two worlds with different tastes that join the rings and save the human race. Talking topics with two dad bods. Crack one. Six pack in a pod. Mmm. Mm, that is what I said. Yeesh. Yeesh. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> sounded so, uh, sounded fixed. Uh, what? What? Like it was planned or something? No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, so so this is a uh, a six pack in a pod universe sidecast, if you want to call it. So a side pack. Side pack. Is that like a side bag saddle? Pack? That's like buying a full twenty four, but you have like a eight pack oh, okay. left over. So it's like the leftover what's in the fridge. Okay. So it'd be like if you mixed a, mix a six out of the back of your fridge. Well, I'm from the country where you like take a beer off of the six pack ring and then put it in your belt loop. Ooh, like, smart, smart. So it's like whatever's it's around the belt loop. Then. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You got five beers ready to go plus one in your hand. I'm down. This is this is a country thing. We're just gonna so. pull one out and let's let's, let's see <laughs> where it goes. We're gonna pull out some beers and our <laughs> topics. Ooh. So yeah, so so sidecast. Uh, we've got uh, my, myself, Chris. Brian isn't here. He had to go home. Um, Poor Brian. No, thank okay. God. No, okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we got we got some content out of him. So uh, we've got our uh, special guest that we had beforehand on an episode that you hopefully have already heard. Because if you haven't heard it, either we released him in way wrong order, or you're a lazy asshole and don't listen to us. So either way, either way, yeah. I'm here. One or the other. Yeah, Kyle's here. So the juice Kyle, man. Kyle juice, Michalski, the juice man. Give you your. Uh, you've got 30 seconds. You got the floor for 30 seconds. Plug yourself. Uh, I work for Sports Mockery. So if you uh, need sports and literature news for. Uh, Working Current state of, of sports, mm-hmm. download the app. Um, I'm a member of the Outcast podcast, mm-hmm. The Juice Man. Um, we do all Chicago sports, so we are strictly Chicago sports um, news, and we try to entertain you as well as we can. Yes, so our, our friends in Springfield, I'm sorry, um, you know, download their podcast, obviously, uh, listen to them online, uh, but they talk about Chicago shit, not St. Louis stuff, so. No, no, well, unless, <laughs> know, unless, playing, unless it comes to playing the Cardinals, so the I'm, Blues are playing the... Uh... I'm just shitting on my Springfield friends. Um, <laughs> Kyle, we love you. Uh, and Brazil, um, yeah, get with the now, Chicago sports, kind of important, so listen to... Uh, Listen to the outcast. The outcast. So yeah, do that. It's cool. We try to take the uh, the average fan. We don't know much. We don't have access to uh, normal media outlets or these players, and we try to take the normal fans' uh, perspective of what we can take from today's news. Yes, and I, I feel like when I listen to you guys, I, I don't feel like I needed to come in like prepared with stats and like oh I know like they're getting deep and stuff like that. It's like sitting at a fucking like at your buddy's house or a bar or whatever, hanging out with the casual sports fan. Yeah, you're gonna go deep, but you're not pulling out the fucking like baseball prospectus and going no, deep on T- no. Keith Law's like top forty or something like that. Because who wants to listen to that shit? Nobody. Nerds. I mean, uh, I mean, I can I can talk all day about you know Chris Bryant's win above replacement from last year. But yeah. You you want to talk about? I can go to what's ESPN going on for that too. Field. Yeah, I want right, to talk yeah. about like yeah, you, know, you know me, body language doctor. I like to see the psyche. My dream job in life would literally be just to be the 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 dugout guy. I just want to give right, high fives, yeah. fist pounds. Hey man, you got this. Hey, don't you know what that that strikeout didn't matter. Go ahead and get the next one, there baby. There's nothing just, wrong with being the hype guy. Yes. Just just think about like uh, what's the the wrestler guy hype guy? I, Who I'm has thinking uh, Flavor Flav when I think of hype uh, man. The, the, uh, what's his name? I don't watch enough wrestling. Paul Heyman. Paul, Paul Heyman. Heyman. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you're basically a wrestling manager. That's it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, but you just walk. The, I could do you just that. Walk job. Brock Lesnar out there yeah. and he just eats somebody. Yeah. Theo just Epstein, Julian Green, um, any other Cubs executive. Tom Ricketts. Hey, I mean, you're kind of important. Like, give me a job. I just want to give high fives in the dugout. Nobody's in a there bad mood. There is nothing or, wrong with being yeah. a guy who can great give great high fives. What, just think of that. I was I was a catcher in baseball. My whole job was to run the fucking team, and at that time, you have to pick everybody up. Like, hey man, you're 0 for 50, but you know what? You got this next. But part. I believe you in got you. it. You got it. Go get it. So, so anyway, so yeah, so so Kyle's got a great podcast. Please listen to it. Um, amazing stuff. iTunes, Stitcher. We we're got an all, okay we're, podcast. Uh, no, we're, we're all right. You've had some pretty big guests. <laughs> Actually, I was going to ask this on the last one. Sure. Just a, a one word, well, two word answer. Who was your favorite guest? Ooh, Mike North. Really? I gotta say, Northy. And I'm, I'm going to put this out for people that, that yeah. haven't listened to it. He's interviewed Brian Erlacher. He's interviewed yeah. a, a ton of like sports radio icons. Oh, it's Mike, so uh, tough. Mike North is the. No, if you go back and listen to Mike, Mike also, I, I say Mike because Mike and I are we're in constant contact. <laughs> um, he's a good guy. Yeah. Um, we're always 
throwing ideas off of each other and and giving takes and stuff like that. Um, Herb Lawrence is up is up there. Yeah. Uh, Danny Parkins. Yeah. Six seventy the score. All the score good, guys. Good guys. Yeah. You know it's. I think that what gets separated from a lot of the stardom okay. when you meet these guys is the fact that they're people just like me and you. Yeah. You know, I, I remember getting in a conversation with uh, with Jim Cornelson before he sang the national anthem. He's like, hey, guys, love to sit and talk, but I got a gig. <laughs> it's like, dude. I got to go do my job, which is yeah, fucking amazing. You know, right. But it's funny. You, you meet these guys. When we met Brian Erlacher, he. Uh, Was that in person or? In person. Okay. That's yeah. what I thought. So we were actually in uh, at Restore Hair. Okay. Which their offices are in Willowbrook. Sounds right. Sounds, Sounds about like a right. Willowbrookian place. To, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I want to say it was there or Oakbrook, one of the two. Yeah. It's Oakbrook. Across the mall. Yeah, it was Oakbrook. Then. Yeah, Oakbrook. Yeah. Um, met Brian, and when we met Brian, we went in and shook his hand and was like, "Hey, man, thanks for being awesome." You know, like that's what he said to you guys. No, he, oh. we said to him, "We're like, thanks for being awesome." He's like, "So, what do you guys do?" He asked more questions to us than we were able to ask to him. Really? Which I think is... I like hearing him on the radio. He seems yeah. like a down-to-earth guy. The, very the, personable. He's the not, way a, I, not a prick, right? And I, no, no. Yeah, he's he's thought, all yeah. time. I yeah. mean, he was... But the coolest thing is when you meet these guys, and they're your heroes, mm-hmm. and they turn out to be way better in person than they are on the field. Yeah. You know, that's the... So Brian's up there, Mike North, you know, guys who have like reached their hand out to us and True. we're not huge yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I say yet because I would like to keep pushing this envelope and get there. But the ones that, while they're already big, I mean, Mike North made close to 20 million in his career through Chicago sports. True. His last, his last uh, contract was like four years for 10 million. And he's like, got he's got he's your dream job. To the, if you're a sports me, fan, it's you know. the dream job. Yeah, Literally just, every day for four hours. You're a weatherman. You don't got to be sports. right. Yeah. You know, you got to just be personable. Yeah. And a guy who likes to push the envelope. And you're right. You don't you don't always have to be right. Everybody no. likes Sammy Sosa at one point. Right. <laughs> I think dude, that's, I, I that's a thousand percent of truth. <laughs> but so yeah, it's a fun time. Okay, so so your podcast's doing well. Obviously, this is the last thing I'll ask about that. You know, uh, we don't we don't have as good of access to stats because we're a little bit smaller. How many how many average listeners do you guys have for your podcast? Because you guys are on iTunes, Stitcher. Yeah, we we do. It's what's funny is is if you add them all together mm-hmm. per episode, we're probably close to two thousand to twenty five hundred. Huge. You know, it's 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 a lot. For um, for doing it at your buddy's house, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. We, we do we do some it's a passion good business. Project. Yeah. Um, with that said, um, I want to keep growing. You yeah. know, that's the, but it's so competitive. Look around the no, Kyle. No one, around, no one in the know. history of the world has been. I want to do exactly what I did last year. No, I don't want to grow. No, no. I mean, Whatever my salary is Jordan this year, it's good one. for next year too. We talked about Michael Jordan on the last one. I like to consider myself a podcaster competitor. Okay, like there you go. Jordan. I was going to say, like, if you were about to say you were the Michael Jordan of podcasts, no, no, I was no. saying get out right now. Co- competitiveness <laughs> of, of I want to be better than the next sports one. And I talked about Barstool on the last one. They yeah. do a great job. But they do. let's be honest, as, as their company's grown, they've moved away from sports news and they, actual they, sports content. And yeah. I think that that's a market that SM and um, anybody around Chicago should look to tap into. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to grow my competition right now who's listening and say, hey, start up a, your own network. But it's cool that we've touched base with so many different podcasts. And what's cool is we cover every sport. So we've kind of dumped into the community of each and every Chicago sports team. I mean, you look at White Sox Twitter, the, fire. the 108, you know, you look at uh, White Sox Dave, who mm-hmm. works for sports mo- or uh, for uh, Barstool. Barstool now. Yep. Um, all great friends of the show. Yeah. You know, those are guys that uh, we really, we talk with, we bounce ideas off of, and it's a great market, but it's also super competitive because there's just something coming up every day. Think about it. You're creating content, right? That's what we're doing, me, Brian, and John as well. And the whole idea is there, is there an appetite out there for the content you're creating? And you know what? But again, I hate to encourage your competition, but <laughs> Chicago sports, like it, there's always an appetite for that. Always. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. No, nobody's ever produced a Chicago sports podcast and it didn't get more than five listeners. Like it, it, this is a, a, a factual thing. You know, we're in a sports city. We're in a drinking city and sports is probably second. So, yeah, it's fun. You know, you look at what SM was as of five, six years ago. Yeah. And you've seen the growth, and I mean, they're fifty thousand strong on Twitter. Mm-hmm. They're over two hundred fifty thousand strong on Facebook. That's you know, huge. it's it's huge. We're a huge part of the market that um, seems to be in that second tier, but 
that's not okay with me. You know, it's, it's we're really working really tough, really hard to get there. And do you have the check mark next to your Twitter name? No, keep working. That's that's a goal. You yeah. know, that's a, the minute that you get there is a minute that a lot of people have said you made it, but um, go for that second check tough. mark. I know it doesn't exist, but I'm saying, it's, like, yeah, expand you know, yourself, then, go on to bigger and better right. things. You know, we talked on the last podcast, the most successful guys in sports are the most competitive ones. Yes. Tiger Woods. Yes. Michael Jordan. You can have Wayne all Gretzky. the talent in the world, but if you don't want to win and get better, you will continue to loser. be what you are when you came then, into it. Then you're... Uh, I mean, I hate to say it. I'm not going to bag this guy. I know he's a good player, but you're... I mean, you're Tracy McGrady. Yeah, you know, at that true. point, you, you're you're a great player and you were a niche guy for a long time, but yep. you won't be considered in the, in the greatest of all time, but no. you had every bit of talent that... Jordan, you know, we'll, we'll talk about you in a sense of what could have been, right? You Which, know, oh, if you just had that, that little switch in your head, you could flick and be like, all right, I'm killing you motherfuckers like Jordan did. I mean, he didn't obviously have the talent of Jordan, but yeah, I mean, look through the, the history of sports, uh, the, the annals of sports, you're going to find a million guys who had more talent than they knew what to do with, but they couldn't flick that switch. And that's they the just hardest couldn't get part there. of it too. You know, you look at, you look at where the, the Twitter sphere is at with growing just one Twitter follower is mm -hmm. very difficult. You've probably saw it as well. Yeah. You know, it's tough to get people to each and every week tune in to you and to create new content. My, my goal is never to be boring and True. always to be honest. I thought that that's why and we that's drink, what keeps me up so. at night. You know, the, the fact that somebody else somewhere is probably working a lot harder at what they're at my same craft. Very true. So yeah, I love it. And, and it's a niche product or, niche project for now yeah um it's not my day job i have a real job but yeah. um hopefully one day that we're sitting here and i'm over well i'm well over one million in downloads <laughs> like joe rogan yeah which that's, that's yeah the rogan podcast so that's that's the model for everybody isn't true. it? true very true and that's where you shoot very true so uh, so john is our goal now to have elon musk on to smoke a, a blunt on air oh absolutely okay yeah that's that's our next goal like, yeah, I mean, I'd hang out and smoke a blunt with Elon Musk. Yeah, I feel. Who yeah. wouldn't? Yeah. Seems like a down-to-earth guy. How great was that episode, too, by the way? I, I didn't listen to it. By I, the way, sorry, speaking of Elon Musk, off did you guys know he actually made a flamethrower? Yeah, yeah, he sold it. it. Yeah. Saw that. What, what's, his, what's his company's name? That uh, What's the wing? The Nothing Company or something like yeah. that? Yeah, and it's like, something dumb. this is not a flamethrower. Yeah. That's and what they had to call it. Yeah. yeah. I, the guy's just, yeah. he's a goofball. Yeah. Good for him. I want one. I really want one. I do want a flamethrower, and I especially want Elon Musk. I want to be the guy in Chicago when it's all like snowy out, who's instead of shoveling it, he's just flamethrowing his grass. Absolutely, oh, that's awesome so smart. That I have a I have a weed burner up in the uh, the garage. You can just hook it up to a propane tank. You know, like what you do yeah. to get the little weeds yeah, in between the cracks yeah. of the thing. I'm wondering, maybe next year, you know, got a couple propane tanks left over from smoking meat all fall. Might as well just throw the torch burner on there and see what happens. That's this is actually why didn't I think about this? Video or if I've never heard one. Oh man, just gonna I mean, make sure I don't light the cars on fire. Yeah, I was gonna say you might want to move the cars. Also, you know, five gallons of gas in a match will get rid of it real quick too. That's true, but I, <laughs> I like my neighborhood. Is that, that's where I'm supposed to go with that one. No, it'll be. It reminds me that Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. <laughs> hey, yo, bouquet, let's burn this motherfucker down. <laughs> hey, bouquet. Ah, uh, uh, Anthony Anderson's role in that, or his, oh, his character awesome. in that, he totally under for the 30 seconds he's in it. It's just like, uh, the, who was it? Fucking, I can't. The guy in uh, Malibu's Most Wanted, where he's pissing in the bushes. Oh, is this yeah. your bush? This is my bush. Yeah. That, that guy, Jamie Kennedy. There we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same one. Where it's just like that movie has so many good bit Anthony parts. Adams? Anthony Anderson, Anthony the guy Anderson. from Blackish, was Anthony the guy. Anthony Adams is the that's the the defensive tackle. Yes, yes. Anthony Anderson yeah. is a lot like my sex life. It's the best in movies. It's the best thirty seconds you're ever going <laughs> to see on screen. And you yell Pookie a lot. Hey, yo, Pookie. So, um, so yeah, we wanna we wanna do some more sports stuff, uh, and and I think realistically we should cover. Uh, <laughs> When, when we were tossing ideas out, like me and Brian, we'd said something about current state of Chicago sports, but I didn't. I don't want to be so dialed in or narrowed into that one. So I think I just want to cover the current state of sports. I've got sure. one, two, three, four, five, eh, you know, five-ish things that I want to cover. And, and first and foremost, if anybody watches sports now or watches uh, ESPN, they've noticed that the the how basketball has basically overtaken football as the most popular sport. Basketball, or I mean, football's got their 12-month-a-year uh, a cycle of news, but basketball's finally figured it out. Mm -hmm. And I think basketball is quickly overtaking football as the most popular sport, or at least the most wide-ranging. 
I Tell get, me I'm yeah. wrong. No, you're they've not. They've got China. It, they've got other I, countries. To to build on that, yeah. My my co-host, the Buzzweed, give him a follow. SM Buzzweed. Um, his wife works at a, I think it's fifth to eighth grade, so junior high. Okay. And uh, shout out teachers. Yeah, she she's an art teacher. Laura. So they they get a lot of time to sit and paint and bullshit. Yeah. And he goes in sometimes, and he'll he'll hang out with the students. Well, when they talk sports, they talk about LeBron. They talk about Steph Curry. Yep. They don't talk about Tom Brady. No. They don't talk about, you know, uh, Christian McCaffrey or, no. you know, the, the, the big names, Le'Veon yeah. Bell or Antonio Brown in sports. Um, I think what the NBA has done that I think is genius is their, their marketing in terms of their players I, that the NFL really lacks in. Yeah. I mean, it's tough, too, because when you're wearing a helmet, it's hard to see what these, these guys are wearing. Very true. But... What the NBA picks up, I, and I think that they, the NFL really misses it, how many brands are there in the NFL where you're like, I can get his shoes that are really large? Well, I don't wear, you know cl- I mean? that's I don't the, wear cleats walking around but that's outside, what I'm saying. so exactly, that's wear, part of it. You could wear basketball shoes, you could wear basketball shorts, you could wear Steph Curry t-shirts. How many people get married in Jordans? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, so I think Chuck Taylors. Chuck Taylor, he was a basketball player, just in case you all didn't know, you yep. punk people. Also... So, when you look at what, what happens in, in, in sports as well, too, in terms of the type of... Think about when you market a player, how much it reaches in terms of the brand and how many different products could end up being True. day-to-day use. True. I mean, the NFL, how many... I'm not going to the store are, to go right, to buy get Tom... Boots. Yeah, I'm not buying the Tom or, Brady brand right. uh, you know, uh, right. shoulder pads or... These are fucking Saquon Barkley's and, and uh, the thigh pads. Cheap. Think uh, you need a pair of shoes and a basketball. Very and two true. Hoops. Very true. You know that's the that's why golf is so minuscule when it comes to little so, kids playing it because it's so same damn with expensive. Hockey. Same with hockey and the equipment. You know, it was the same thing. I think hockey the NFL the too. I think a lot of parents, in terms of the CTE stuff, are really pulling their kids out of football. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You know, I, we we talked on the last podcast that. I think that eventually gladiators will be the new football. It's it's True. going to be around those lines. You know, I, I really do think that. Look at society. We got bored with boxing, so we said, uh, "Why don't we take the gloves off and let people kick each other too?" Right. And then boom, yeah. the UFC took you know, over. Boom, yep. and that's so that's growing bigger than that. a lot of them too. Yeah, you know, but the NFL is in a tough spot because they, they really can't. They're poorly run. Well, too, they can't we'll market. Later. They can't market to the to the older generation that doesn't like what's going on with the off the field issues with True. the Kaepernick stuff. True. They can't market to the middle, you know, the thirties to fifties because, I mean, who's wearing cleats like you said? True. And the little kids aren't playing because you Their know the thirty won't to fifty don't want to play. Yeah. So I think that's when when you look at football, that's where those numbers are going. True. I mean, basketball in general is is a place too where it's. Not as I mean, obviously, you could blow a knee out. Yeah. But if I blow a knee blow out, a I just knee can't out, walk. Walk in my mailbox. Right. I could. I could still walk. Yeah. You know, if I if I lose my brain and I lose my thought, my sense of thought, then you're I've lost sale. everything. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's the, and I think that's where the NFL is going to. They're they're gonna, in our lifetime, they will come across a real problem. They're they're know? in a bad place. I don't think they're willing to adapt because right now they are a cash cow. I mean, if you own an NFL franchise, you're making money literally hand over fist over hand and over fist. I mean, it's it dumb That's money. The... They're always going to. Yeah. Um, but it just uh, NBA, they always call it a players league. And I guess when you really deep down think about it, the NBA is selling you brands. They're selling you artistry like what one player can do, another player can't do. You know, like Kyrie Irving is like a magician with the ball. I mean, you see Steph Curry's pregame warm-ups and how he can take shots from anywhere. Like, those are individuals that you are like, wow, I could do that, you know? Or I could learn to do that, whatever it might be. They're selling brands, they're selling players, they're selling stories. The NFL is like, cool, here's 11 dudes playing another 11 dudes. They're all wearing the same uniform with the same helmet, and they're bashing each other's heads. Mm-hmm. We're selling you a sport, they're selling you a lifestyle brand. And so... It, the NBA is just more attainable. And like right. you said, if I'm growing up in a very poor neighborhood, it, I, I can go grab a basketball and there's a hoop somewhere and I can go play. I can go down to the local gym and play. Football, I can't just go shoot hoops with a football. What are you going to do? Pass to the fucking wall? It's not like baseball. It's not a snapback. The ball's not coming back right. to you. So what, you need two people to play football. You need one person to shoot hoops. Mm-hmm. So And think about too. You know, you look at, uh, the, the, to me, the most popular on the rise is the NBA. 
but it's the least competitive in my in my eyes. Oh yeah, I mean it's, they're I all. I mean, there's friends. only two there's teams no... that could really win it this year. True, yeah. you know? and it's become a, a hold your fucking team hostage. But until it's you also get to, the right to place. build on that. Look at the market that you want to be winning right now. It's the millennial market where a lot of the a lot of the preconceived notion is that millennials don't like to be competitive anyway. They wanted everything handed to them anyway. True. So that's what's interesting. They want to watch the best players play together. Every kid in you America know, is a Steph and KD fan. And when right. KD leaves the, the team, if you're from fucking the Bay Area, you still love KD. Right. Just like people that grew up in Chicago or people like kids in Chicago now have Steph Curry jerseys. They mm-hmm. don't have fucking, you know, their Derrick Rose jerseys were never bought because they were already Steph Curry fans or LeBron fans or whatever it might be. That That, that is my one concern about basketball is no one's loyal to a team they're loyal to a player but and and the nba needs to fix that yes you know i I think do you see the jersey the nba just rolled out at all-star weekend a technological jersey that can the name on the back john and the number on the back and the colors can be changed at any point within three or four seconds so you don't got to go buy a bunch of jerseys. You buy one jersey, and you probably buy a fucking app. This is probably five years down the road. You buy an app. It's like, oh, I want the LeBron James 2004 Cavs jersey. Boom, pay five bucks. Your jersey on your – yeah, your brain's fried, isn't it, right now? No, my brain's churning. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking I, uh, concepts are running through my head right now. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll come to, back to that. On a later oh, yeah. pilot. When we oh, have yeah. Elon Musk on, we'll, we'll cover that one. Yeah. So, Digi- but yes. Digital jerseys. We're trademarking that, by the way. This is proof. This is proof of date. No, this already happened. Yeah. Like, oh. it, it, Adam oh. Silver announced it and actually showed Shit. off a prototype like four days ago at the All Star weekend. Adam it's Silver, too, by the way. I Love think that is, man. He is Love that getting man. ahead of the sports gambling stuff is genius to the me. Smartest thing that any and NFL And he was doing that three years ago before oh, sports yeah. gambling was even on anybody's radar for yeah. being legalized david stern brought the nba to such a great place even though he was literally hitler and controlled, oh, he controlled everything every aspect of it. and like he knows where everybody is hidden but he made that league well he got blessed with a lot of fucking good players and a lot of forward-thinking executives but then adam silver came in and everyone's just like oh you're not david stern plus you're smart awesome like he's just the right person at the right time with the right brain. Good for him and good for the NBA. Yeah, I just wish he would fix something in terms of the competitiveness of the league. Oh yeah, well, I mean, he, being a guy who really enjoys watching the best players go against each other. True. You know that's that's why we talked on the last one. There'll never be anybody like Jordan. True. Because until somebody can step up to these super teams and go, you're not beating me. Yeah. I won't even consider them in the conversation. Everybody needs to get back to that Kobe mentality, and he was the last one to yeah, have this, like where he's said, just like, he goes, I don't want to play. Don't you're do not that. my friend. Yeah. Millennials are not built to do that anymore. I like Bobby and Steve, and they're both good. Let's well, team up together and, and win you know what? together. To, no, to go that. into it too, they're, Bobby and Steve. They're conditioned to do that. True. Because why? Because when they're in sixth and fifth grade, they're six five. True. And they're playing together on an AAU team anyway. I remember so, when I used right. to be tall. I'm not tall anymore because no, kids no. grow up now and they're huge. Like I'm six three. People yeah. are like, he's so can tall, I, and I now I walk around. Height? Like, no, I'm like five no. seven on a good day. You can hoop. I can't. So, which is uh, my dad says all the time. If you were six foot, you would have played D one. Yeah. I'm like, I, yeah. Well, I wasn't dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tell you what. Tell you what. You can have my height. You can like go Uncle play Rico. basketball. I want your height and go back to being a catcher. Because yeah, your height is yeah. better for being a catcher that than my true. height was. And, so. I, and I was a catcher too. Um, I miss those days. I should have never quit baseball. It's my biggest regret. Ever. Talking shit behind the plate is so but, fun. Yeah, AJ Pierzynski. Like, even though I'm not a that's Sox why it was fan, so funny I when you said man. you were a catcher. I'm love like, that dude, man. You're really tall. You didn't play first. No, no, I love catching when I, I was mean, a kid. Aren't you Anthony Rizzo's same height? Yes. Yeah, I was gonna say and he's six four. Yeah. Um, no, growing up when I went to the uh, the the sporting goods store, um, Black Sporting Goods in Springfield off Sixth Street, if I remember correctly, uh-huh. went to go get my first glove, and I saw the catcher's gear. I was like, Dad, what's that? He's I want to like, wear that gladiator gear. And I was shit. like, yeah, I want to wear that shit. And he's <laughs> like, cool, you're going to be a catcher then. And I just loved everything about it. I think about it 90% of the time or 80% of the time, whatever it might be, you're touching the ball on every fucking pitch. Yeah, I was I was more of the kid who would fall asleep with my head down. <laughs> so so you my were, dad was as like, a catcher? Play- no, no, no. Oh, out in left field picking field, dandelions? Yeah. I wouldn't pick dandelions, but I was like the guy who Buggers, would keep staring butt. at the plate and I would find myself zoned out eventually. Yeah. Um, at least when I was like seven and eight, I don't know, maybe it's, I don't know, ADD or whatever that was, whatever. Uh, back then it wasn't whatever. diagnosed. You were yeah. just a kid. You were just yeah. a kid. Yeah. But, uh, being just a kid is not a diagnosis. My dad was like, you're going to be a catcher because it's going to force you to, uh, be squatting and paying attention. So yeah. That yeah. Was and the, if you don't uh, pay and I loved every second of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's amazing. It's the best. And again, I, I and I catch myself sometimes doing the same thing. What do you I'll, mean? I'll be like, I'll just look out and. 
I'm like, man, 25 minutes went by. It was great for school. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, that is ADD. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, just coming back to that. I one. was never ever diagnosed with anything though. I just drank a lot of coffee when I got. And to that's college. that's surprising because you were born in what year again? 91. Yeah. So. Wait, and you weren't on Ritalin? Yeah, no. I was gonna say like you were hitting that that. 10, 11 year spot when literally like you could get Ritalin in the vending machine. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I didn't hear my teacher on that one question. Oh, you must have ADD. To be Here's honest, pills. after, what do you get shots when you're like 10? Right? And that's I like don't the, have 10 year olds yet. I don't know. Well, you get uh, you get shots like at the, one of the last in the middle okay. like, when you're like, I think you're like 10 or 12. Is that the one where they put the ADD in you? No, it's oh, like when okay. you get, like you finally like, give, it's like your last, I don't know, whatever. So I, I remember, and since then, I didn't go to the doctor until I was 20, 27. Okay. So last year. Okay. Probably went yeah. for your yearly physical at this point. Unless you're deathly well, ill, now you I'm don't good. go to a fucking doctor. No, no. I, 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 but that was the thing, no. too. You know, yeah, I, I try to avoid them, too. High school, I, I played three sports, so I, was, I wasn't really worried about no. my health. College, I, uh, I drank like a fish, but I still played you know, IMs and did a lot of uh, working out on the side. So I wasn't really... Yeah, you got to work off all that beer. And then, when, and then when I got out of college, I was like, I'm just going to be fat and lazy because I earned it. And then... <laughs> After a while, I, I was made like, it. screw it. Right. Yeah. I was like, man, I, I got out of college. I'm going to find a great job. And then none of those happened. And I was like, man, I'm just going to be fat and stupid and lazy for a while. And then now I'm on the I'm on the new turn where I'm like, eh, I can't be eating pizza for each you know breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get so, out. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> my, my dad bod actually only kicked in after I stopped playing softball. And I was only That's playing one night works. a week, but it's like I stopped running around. I stopped doing it. And it wasn't even that much time, but... Maybe, I don't know. It probably isn't because of softball. It's just weird that, like, I stopped playing softball, and then I got dead bad. I was like, And that's why, like, the guys at Vinny's think I'm nuts. Like, I go in there, I'm like, man, I wish I could haul some cases around. Like, I want to do something, some physical activity. It's a fucking free workout. You're getting paid to work out. You're not getting paid much, but you're getting paid to work out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's minimum wage to... Like you said, to, to hit a gym. You realize you could probably go see Steve's store and be like, hey, can I just throw some cases for like an well, hour and like it. walk out with a six pack and be like, yeah, cool. Yeah, no problem. Cool. I mean, I do that anyway. Steve at, <laughs> Steve at Grand and Western Liquors at where? Grand and Western. <laughs> Not Benny's. Not Benny's. But no, it's uh, like you said, going back to the, the whole sports talk with yeah. the state of the NBA, it's. They're, they're only going to grow, too, because it's the safer option. True. You know, that's the. What, what's the worst that's going to happen in basketball? You're going to blow out a knee. knee. Yeah. But you can still, at the end of it, with the, the they're, they're around the corner from modern science, you know, replacing and, and making everything okay again. Oh, yeah. You know, that's, Absolutely. The, it's it, that's the crazy thing, too. Can know? we get a time machine and then have that same technology and go fix it's, Bo Jackson? It's funny. Like you 80s? say, like 15 years ago, if you would have torn ACL, like 15 years ago, if you would have torn ACL, like you were like, that guy is done. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Now it's like, man, that guy tore his ACL three times, and he's been like a three-time All-Star. Kobe yeah. tore his Achilles know. and was never the same. Boogie tore his Achilles, and he's now off a minutes restriction and ripping shit up. Right. It's like every, it's the same with the technology. Every five years, everything doubles everything itself. Doubles. So five years from now, a fucking, you know, Tommy Johns is going to be like getting a fucking knee scope was 10 years ago. And we're just like, eh, whatever. But You're going to miss six to eight and weeks. And like we said in the last podcast, the... The thing that differs in that, you can fix a knee. You can't fix your brain. True. Right. You can't put a new brain inside. I mean, and if you can, I mean, that's, that's totally like nightmare before Christmas shit. But, I mean. But if hey you man, could create. If you could do that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. If someone could. So many great ideas. Where's Elon Musk at? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bring that man back in here. Um, yeah, if you could give some of those no effort, high fucking athletic ability guys Jordan's brain. Jordan didn't have the most athletic ability. No, no, he he really he's didn't. I mean, he was everybody. his first yeah. couple of years. Yeah, he was an athletic freak. But I mean, in 1998, he wasn't an athletic freak. But if he could put his 1998 brain in fucking Tracy McGrady's body when he was 22, oh, oh, oh gross, I mean, just gross. Yeah. So what a, what a world we live in, right? Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so so we talked basketball. We talked football for a second. Baseball, like obviously, Kyle and I love baseball. Yeah, this is my this, this is my right home. No, hundred mile an hour fastball. This oh is my, my favorite. I love baseball more than anything in the world. Like I was so excited. Like Jude starting to well during last summer, he was starting to learn his numbers, and he'd be like looking at Rizzo's jersey on TV and be like four four, 
and he would like start counting out numbers on the back of jerseys. There I'm just go. like, I'm such a proud dad right now. <laughs> Cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. Like I was just off. Oh, you just can weeping. graduate, you know, an eight year bachelor university with a master's, and I wouldn't be more prouder than yep, I am now. right now. <laughs> so, so baseball is obviously for baseball purists is is an amazing sport. It, it's a beautiful. It's not a sport. It's a game, it's right? It's a change. chess match. Everything else is checkers. You move. You move object to one end of playing field back and forth, and that's kind of the way sports is hockey you have a puck you put it in a goal basketball you have a ball you put it in a hoop football you have a ball you try and get it the end zone baseball the fucking defense has the ball george carlin has the best joke about this but the defense is putting the ball into play there's a chess match going on between pitch to pitch what is going on how are people set up the defense is i mean baseball is just it's a game i love pitching pitching was great yeah plus you could hit people oh absolutely yeah i used to hit my friend on purpose (laughs) He would go up to the plate. I'm like, I'm not going to let you hit a single ball tonight. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm going to hit you every time you come up. He's like, go for a nice rib shot? No, actually, I always put it right on his hip so he hurt the next day. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Get that nice bone bruise Mm -hmm, in there. mm -hmm. I actually got kicked out of uh, my first Little League game. Uh, Was uh, never prouder. (laughs) uh, Because I hit him twice in a row, and the the ump was like, get the fuck out. Because I I played him like a week or two earlier, and the same thing. I hit him both times. (laughs) He's this, like, you're this doing this is, on purpose. This is I'm clearly like, targeting. Yeah, I am. But okay, that's but it fair. It was fun. I uh, had th- a good time. I, I'm not going to fault you for that. Because yeah. as a catcher, I might have called for batters to be mm-hmm. hit. So. Oh, I mean, you never gave the old hmm, 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 Yeah. yeah. I, you know what? If it, I, I didn't like a guy or yeah. he was on a different team and I really didn't like that team and that guy said one thing to me, I mean, yeah, every catcher has a sign oh, to yeah. his fucking pitcher. Like, just peg him, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, Slipped, I swear. That was, just, yeah, I didn't mean to hit you in the, the head with a... Yeah, it happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but baseball, like, again, is, you know, I guess it's... It's again, it's a game. It's not a sport. It's a beautiful thing, but it's not bringing in the younger generation fans. No. It's not. It it has a chance to figure itself out yet, um, but it's not there. And I think it's too old and stodgy to get to that point. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I'm worried I, about. I always found baseball. it funny. Baseball, I thought, had a unique way that it could spin it marketing wise so? in terms of millennials. I mean, we've always heard that millennials like to be on their phone. They like to be engaged with what's going on in the mm-hmm. world. Baseball is the slowest moving sport. So play yes. it off that during a pitch, you could take a picture at the game and not miss any time. Right. And I thought yeah. I always thought that baseball had a, had a weird spot that they could play that off to, you know, my, I mean, younger than my generation. I get to the game. I take one picture when I walk in, and then I'm there with my peanuts and Cracker Jacks and yeah. my, my Budweiser's until the game's over. But I always thought that the, the oddest thing to me is that baseball didn't play it up. Yeah, we're slow, but it also allows you more time to I've enjoy got, your phone or enjoy. Oh yeah, you know, I've got your marketing pitch right here. You go to you go to sporting events to root for your team, right? You go to baseball as a bonding experience. Oh yeah, that's I mean, your cats in the cradle shit right there. You're walking into a stadium with your dad and you love it. Like one of my coolest moments in my life, I got to watch 2016 when the Cubs won. I got to go to the game that they clinched to go into the playoffs. We had Sweet Scout ski- uh, seats. I had Laura there. I had Jude there, who was fucking you know a, a less than a year old. I had my dad and Laura's dad. Like, it literally, I just wanted to cry the entire time. And then they're carrying the fucking wind flag out because they clinched the playoffs. Like, baseball is a bonding experience. I'm not at a basketball game with those five people like, I love you guys so much because you're into the action. It's boom, 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 boom. And that's the thing, too. You know, we were talking about basketball. You could tear a knee, but, you know, football, you're beating your head in. Yeah. Baseball. It's a safe oh, yeah. fucking sport. It's the safest. Yeah. You know, out of the major three to me, that's the safest. Basketball is pretty Easily. safe. But baseball in general is, you I mean, you're hurt, only getting hit by like an, obviously you can get hit in the head, but true. how many get hit it's in the head by It's a freak occurrence. It? Right. You know, it's, it's like once every five years, not once every five minutes. Right. So I, baseball to me has unique spots that they can market that they don't want to go to because to me, they consider it as last ditch efforts. They're reactionary you know? as opposed to proactive. Like other, right. most you know, of the other NBA sports is, are. Like you said, like we were talking about with the betting stuff was they're, they're getting ahead of that. You know, in terms of baseball, they're kind of behind. You know, they're they're behind the the clock in terms yeah. of what their market is, and I I don't worry about it because to me they'll be the old timers and they'll be the ones of our generation who played it and to to hold it up. Yeah. But that's why you know when everybody talks about the '98 you know steroid era, I, I, those guys deserve their own spot in the hall. 
I mean, they without do. it, they we do. wouldn't have any more baseball anymore. It's true. It's the sad part about it. It's true. And it's cheating. And I, 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 I hate every second Cub- of it. I grew up a Cubs fan in Cardinal country. And right. I, you can't tell me that that fucking that season didn't like not only did it bring Chicago and fucking St. Louis together, but it brought everyone like, holy shit, this is happening. Mm-hmm. These guys are jacking home runs. It doesn't matter. Their heads as big as my fucking coffee table. Right. But, you know, it's getting me to watch baseball again. And it's reconnecting me because for two years, everyone's like, fuck baseball. And then they start watching again. Like, all right. It's, and how it's many of these guys baseball. are on something already in every major sport anyway? They there's a million on, different. I mean, they were in methamphetamine for years. Right. There's a you, million. You guys different. saw Edelman in, in the Super Bowl. I mean, he was juicing. Right. No problem. And now everybody's talking about him being a hall of famer yeah you know, that's the every, it's funny how people forget you Get know at the, the end of it it's funny how how fast people will forget about your past if sammy sosa were to come back to the he's tried very hard to come back to oh, the yeah. Cubs and but he won't say i'm sorry right but he right if he were just to say sorry hey guys my bad just imagine imagine where his state is in in chicago sports again we talked in the last one where Sammy Sosa was barely mentioned. True. You know, that's the... And he's living, but it's like that part of our history was removed because he MLB went out doesn't on want a, it. He, he flamed out quick and he and, went on right. a sour note. That yeah. was, you know, you know that's so his fault. It, baseball, to me, it will never it will never go strictly because of how pure it is. And I think yes. it's, its pureness holds it up far enough for them to adjust, but they're going to have to adjust. When you when you talk about pureness, I can tell you from like, I guess it's the old like 50s, 60s, 70s mentality or whatever. But like, there's something about going to play catch with your dad or whatever. It's something that's ingrained in you by your father. It's almost like a tradition passed down. Right. Meanwhile, other sports like you kind of find them in school or whatever it might be. So baseball's got that nostalgic aspect to it. And so I think at this point right now, because the generation that's raising kids wasn't maybe as into baseball because it was starting to fall apart. They're not teaching their kids baseball. So if the MLB doesn't do something to basically bring the kids back in or the youth back in, that's their problem. Right. And I can tell you right now, the kids of this day, obviously, other than worshiping at the throne that is Steph Curry, they're playing soccer when they're young. Mm-hmm. And and parents are because, you know, you get fucking juice boxes and Rice Krispie treats after games and, you know, hey, you don't have to be good at it. And everybody gets a At trophy. a young age, yeah. you run around and, and you kick the ball shittily. And, like, so, like, parents are the, – the baseball crowd from when I was growing up for this new generation is now moving to soccer. So oh, I hope not. how do we – but at the same <laughs> time, soccer is a fucking beautiful sport too. It is. If you want to look at it from an individual ext- individualistic standpoint like basketball, it's the same fucking sport. So how do we get our kids if they're not going to – like how do we get our best athletes right now playing soccer? Well, how do we get LeBron James when he was 8, 9, 10 to play soccer instead of basketball? Obviously, yeah, we didn't know he was. We though. didn't know he was going to be huge, right? But right. I, I, I'm trying to think of another like Russell Wilson. Well, I, that's the thing. Steph Curry. Why couldn't well, he have played soccer when he was young? Well, his it, dad though. was an NBA player. Never mind. Right. Think yeah. about it though. You Forgot look at that. like, you look at where a lot of these, the demographic of where these stars grow up. Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, and soccer's cheap too. Don't True. get me wrong. Most of these guys, when they get together, they're they're hooping in the park. You know, that's the soccer is cheaper than basketball because you only need a ball. You right. don't even need a hoop. You don't even need a hoop. Yeah. Right. But with that said, I think it's a culture in itself that, True. you know, that's kind of installed in in lower income areas. Mm-hmm. I mean, soccer, while we said it's cheap, how many. I mean, are you going to Rucker Park to play soccer? No, that's famous because. But that's, you know, that's nostalgic and history and stuff like that. But Curdaline, but that doesn't exist Idaho, for soccer. It's a different right. environment. I bet it does on fucking. Oh, I'm sure, but I'm Spain. talking about in terms of yeah. right. Well, overseas, it's okay. Soccer is that beats every sport by a landslide. True, you know, but. You're I'm thinking saying, here in the I'm U.S., but, the US. but soccer doesn't have that history yet. That's what I'm saying. I guarantee 50 years from now, That's there a is a there is an equivalent of Rucker Park for soccer. <laughs> I, I mean, I can't say it's I It's probably hope in not. some rich... I can't it's say probably I hope not. I do appreciate sport. I try not to... I just... I, I wonder if media and marketing play a huge factor in that as well. In you what? Know, in terms of... The four major in the United States to me will stay the four major because they reach the most people. How True. much? How, how much does soccer reach? True. You know, when you grow up, name an American-born soccer player that that you idolized. I mean, David it's Beckham. tough to. 
<laughs> Incorrect. You yeah. lose. Landon, I, I know, Landon Donovan. Uh, Land uh, Landon uh, Donovan would yeah like before I mean, that like I'm I'm older. Move, I remember the but 94 he does, team. does he move the the meter like no. a, a LeBron James no. or a Michael Jordan? He has Jordan, too much of a receiving know? hairline. No. He's not allowed to be an athlete. That's the at least that's the way marketing. And you know, that kind of goes into the whole basketball. We were kind of rounds out the whole conversation about yeah. you know the, why the NBA is winning. They they market to when you're five years old and True. you're like, who do I want to be like? I want to be like Mike. Yep. I want to be like. Give me that Gatorade. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, you're not seeing I want to be like Landon commercials. You just <laughs> yeah. don't. You know, they just don't exist. It's true. It's very and, true. And, but you know what? It's all capital. It's all yep. money. Yep. The NBA can do that. Why? Because they have the money to do it. Soccer, very true. I mean, you watch soccer teams, and I don't know if this is the truth, but to own a soccer team, um, they the approach MLS? you in, in the MLS. Yeah. They. There are several kickbacks in terms of when what they owe at the end of it too. That the it's a minuscule amount that those guys make off of really? tickets and off of you know concessions. The MLS is basically tough. like until we get to a point where you can make your own money, we're gonna need. We're they're, gonna, they're the right, tax man. Right. They're like they, we're gonna get ninety percent right. right now. They'll, they'll need it just to keep. The, and that's what's happening with this uh, this new. Sp- NFL, ne- the new AAFL AAF or, whatever, or whatever, where the Carolina Hurricanes fucking owner yeah, just I dumped mean, two fifty million. That's what happened now. You yeah. know, one of the one of the team owners had to dump a bunch of money in just to keep it alive, and I feel like that's what happens in the MLS too. You know, True. you look at that, and they won't they won't ever have the money to grow the sport mm-hmm. if they're constantly breaking even. True. You know, at least the NFL is watching the AAF, whatever the fuck it is. They're, they're watching them because they go, hey, if you guys can make this work for five years, we'll start investing because now you're our fucking you're our feeder system. Well, it'd be interesting too now that the XFL is going to be something in two years too. Oh, is that uh, still going to happen? Because uh, I've been hearing about that for a while. Still, yeah, still waiting. Yeah, they're they're looking. They're doing. Their, still waiting. I know they're doing their uh, what do you call it? The demographic look and all the back marketing on where they should put franchises so they're basically being walmart of sports they're well, they're deep down analyzing what markets and what demographics you look and at what the, fucking the r- round one the, will take the week one for the uh, i'm probably butchering it the aff or whatever it is the non-xfl they, they killed they did a really good week and they've got a you team know, in fucking like birmingham alabama right you know and imagine i actually watched some of one of the games i'm not gonna lie i there were degenerates betting on it that i know oh i don't doubt it i was like you don't That's even have scouting even, information on these know, people. Right, you're just betting a city. I, I honestly watched it for 20 minutes, just hoping to see the names on back of jerseys to figure out, do I remember this person? Did they play in the pros? Did they play in college? Or is it literally the guy that fucking puts in a part-time shift at the Dunkin' Donuts around yeah, the corner? Yeah, like is it Curtis <laughs> you know? Ennis coming back after driving a truck for I don't. Forever? I don't think Curtis Ennis is in the AAFL. But no, I, it's... I, as we see, and we'll see it with the XFL too, football will... They'll stranglehold them until it's done. Yeah, and I felt like that's the the NFL kills because it's during the most it's during the best time of the year too. October you know, the, is the prove me wrong. October is the best month in the sports. fucking year for sports. Yes, you've got baseball, yeah. you've got hockey NFL starting. starting up, hockey starting up, basketball starting up, baseballs in their fucking playoffs. We don't know what the MLS is doing because no one cares. Um, March Madness and March a, di- a distant second because you got the almost the beginning of baseball. I just don't like college basketball. Like I, I want to like college basketball, but just like college football, like it's just I just I feel dirty watching it. I I love the tournament though. Uh, the, the tournament. tournament don't get me wrong. I I love attaching myself to a fucking Davidson or a Loyola <laughs> and be like throwing yeah, out your bracket too. Get it fucking going. Yeah. You know. It's, oh my god. It'll constantly turn the needle or, or push the needle. You yeah. know. That's the. But like we said, the teams that are getting ahead of it with the gambling are the teams that are on the up and up, or the sports that are on the up and up. You so know, the NBA will Adam Silver will It'll be our president over. at one point. That's well, if if Trumper can do it, then <laughs> I mean anybody can be president now, right? I mean that's the are they taking applications? Uh, All right, <laughs> but no, you're supposed to tell us to stop at this point for the poli- for the political talk. Yeah, oh, you, yeah, yeah, you yeah, usually sorry, slide I, in. You're like whoa, 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 whoa. Well, I mean, whoa. I, I, Kind of put out there that if somebody filed my paperwork, I would run. So <laughs> I, mean, I do remember that I hit 35 this year, so I'm eligible to run. We, yeah, I mean, three of four people in this room are eligible for president right now. So yeah, not I'm me. Yet. Really excited about this. One of us, yeah. one of us has a shot. So I'm also eligible to move. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, okay, so so last, I think, quick take um, when we talk about college a little bit is I think that without college football in 10 years, the NFL does not exist. If you remove college football, if every college goes, nope, we're not going to do this anymore, so now you're left with feeder leagues or people playing in like flag football leagues or whatever, 
It wouldn't exist. Maybe that's how my gladiator idea comes to fruition. So Alabama we, just forms a gladiator team and says, "Well, I'm, I'm just saying, if nobody can scout talent anymore, maybe the the league takes a hit, and you're you're really blindly walking in the." Who you're drafting or who you're picking, and what what happened if Dabo Sweeney and um, what's his fuck, uh, the Nick Saban just quit tomorrow? Says we're not involved in college football anymore. Is this like when a major drug cartel gets the head cut off and it just gets fucked all over the place? I, I think college football has kind of bought themselves to ta- some time with the playoff, though. I'll True. give them that. Uh, they've done some good things. For it. I do think it needs got, to be expanded. Yeah, they've got a two-month cycle where everyone's bitching about, like, from the second the rankings come funny, out in week though, eight. We need more it's, teams. It's still political as it ever was because the fact that Notre Dame can play nobody and True. still end up in the in the thing and get just uh, eaten up, a, a, obliterated yeah. by Clemson is, is funny to me. I mean, I get it. They sell, and um, they also... Kyle, Clemson had Sunshine Ronnie Bass as their quarterback. They, they can't, Right, which, like, which, why is... That's a whole nother... Why is that kid playing? These Zion Williamsons and, you know, uh, what's his name? Lawrence? Trevor Lawrence? Trevor Lawrence, yeah. yeah why Why are they playing? Why, what do you mean? The, what is the... They, they play for free. Yeah. And they have only anything to lose from here on out. Right. So Because at that point, you're building a brand. It goes back to your brand point. Yeah, Zion you, Williamson is going to come into the fucking NBA. Do you in college, though? Or do you, you build, build it when you get to you the NBA? Build, you start building your legend, your story. That's you're true. starting to build your brand. I just think that that's, that's less and less of, more important it's now. It's your proof of concept. That's I mean, you all look it at, is. You look at LeBron. You look at KD. I mean, do, do you really remember KD playing in college? Yeah. I mean, yeah, he played for well, Texas. I remember him playing for fucking Texas and everybody being like, that I mean, that but this is my thing, too. Do you remember the team the that won the championship that year? NBA. Wasn't KD? True. I mean, the only one you could really point at and say made a brand off of it is Carmelo. Carmelo won with Syracuse. He went into the league and because he, he sucked lit it afterwards. Up. Right. Um, so I mean, if you're building a brand off of what you did in college, you're probably not too started in, in North Carolina. Different time though, too. I, I you get look it, at the but 80s, I'm saying if Jordan fucking played for you know, I don't know Wichita State. There needs to be. He wouldn't have, have had to, as much exposure. The one so and done is stupid to me though, because yeah. it, it doesn't give them enough time to build a brand. Well, they I mean, just if they were they, they're talking about yeah, I was getting rid of it now. They just went to the 18 year old. With that said, it either needed to be that they don't have to go, or yeah. you play four years. Yeah, and or the and other. I, I, for the NBA's sake, I think that the NBA would prefer if they played four years, but you can't do that. True, they're eighteen-year-old kids. True, you can't tell them what they can't and can't do after they turn eighteen. They're considered adults. I think from an NBA standpoint too, your body is more NBA ready at eighteen than. Your body is NFL ready at eighteen. Yeah, oh, no, definitely. So Absolutely. NFL having the whole three year thing, maybe we make that two years. But the NBA, I'm in full support of kids coming out of high school and going to the NBA because I don't think it's going to be like the late '90s and early 2000s where people are just like, I'm going to go get fucking. Who was the kid that came out of fucking the St. Louis area that went to the Clippers? Darius Miles. There you go. Like, had the athletic ability to be there, but his brain wasn't there. If mm-hmm. he, if he, as a person, was transported to right now and said, you can go to the NBA right now, he'd have people around him being like, you're not fucking ready. Like, don't do that. Spend two years at Duke or Syracuse. Make sure your coach doesn't fucking hit a guy on the highway and kill him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to throw that one out there. You're going to totally date this one. Totally should have been standing there. I'm, I'm saying, like, uh, players now or high school kids are smarter now because they're already working with image consultants and shit mm-hmm. behind the scenes where they know if they should Which go into so the league Which is so funny to me that they do that, but they still lack to delete their tweets before they go uh, into the draft. That, that one does still kind of alarm me. Like, oh, yeah, I had this super racist tweet eight years ago that I totally forgot about. It's yeah, like, not to you? mention like, that. It's like, the, oh, I got a shoe deal. I got a, I'm already signed with here. I got these signing bonuses. Oh, I forgot to delete my tweet. Like, shouldn't that be this? that? That's got to happen before. You would think that the you Nikes know? would go to those players be like, beforehand. Like, hey, media. before you sign on the uh, the dotted line, we're gonna we're just gonna comb your social media real quick. Or an Alabama or a Clemson mm-hmm. or a Duke or North Carolina would go and be like, hey, before you sign this letter of tent, we're we're gonna need your phone. It's as easy like, as an NFL player, or a college player, handing their phone to a, a, a their what do you call it? Tutor, yeah, and saying here, do this, yeah, you know the one that, do the one that they're probably the one that they're probably banging, <laughs> you know, the, the same one that probably goes to class for them and yes. takes notes, yes, but it's, it's as easy as that. Sports is a fucking sham. It really is, you know. I I really feel for the kids too. I, I mean, they make too. that's nothing, why I said I yeah. feel dirty because these kids are literally just getting fucking taken advantage of left and right, 
And if they blow out a knee, they get fucking hurt. They never come out of college, you know, right because of an injury or never make it out of college to begin with and play in the pros. It's like, these kids are fucked. They and just that's got the amazing used. thing, too. I was surprised when I saw the injury the other night for Zion. I, I saw he took out a, an insurance policy. Good for him. Actually, which I didn't even know that's allowed. You didn't know that? I didn't know that you there could actually are... pay. The, and, the, and Duke pays it out. Oh, really? Because I've, I've heard of players in college, uh, uh, Michigan tight end a couple uh, years back, Jake Butt or whatever. Like yeah. he had, he legitimately had like, it was either his knees or his hands insured. And I remember he hurt his, I think it was his knees or something in like a playoff or not a playoff game in a bowl game. Mm-hmm. And he's like, if I never make it to the NFL, it's fine because my parents have been self-funding and an actual, because in London... Like a lot of uh, insurance companies in the uh, overseas will actually insure body parts of athletes or famous people. I've heard of a a, a wine taster having their tongue insured. That's crazy. because if their tongue was not around or it did not operate in the way that it currently does, their job is to taste wine, and therefore they cannot provide themselves. Just like, hey, I'm sorry if I'm a fucking like dock worker and I'm on my knee or legs all day and I chop off a leg, all of a sudden I can't fucking work. Like these things happen. And the people that are smart building their brand early know it. If you had one body part that. that you could you could insure, what would your body part be? Can I insure my brain? No. <sighs> Ears. Physical body part, something we could see. And don't, like an don't appendage. Take, don't I can't say my off. eyes. <laughs> can I say my uh, eyes? I couldn't that live counts. without I couldn't live without sight. That counts. I'm sorry, I couldn't do it. That counts. Yeah. Okay. Like, if I'm deaf, you can write shit to me. If I don't have that's a right true. arm, okay, I, I'll live. Left arm, eh, I'll live. Leg, I get a fucking, your tongue. I, I get a dope-ass fucking, you know, wheelchair or something like that. But if I couldn't see, that would just suck. Yeah. No offense, Stevie Wonder, if you're listening, because you definitely can't see us, so. I mean, for me, it'd be, <sighs> it'd be my ears, because without my ears, I, I can't work. Yeah, you're kind of an audio engineer. Yeah. That's kind of your yeah. job, so. Yeah. I don't know. Kyle, what do you got? I don't know. I go back and forth between my nose. Mm-hmm. I love smelling food. Okay, fair. And then like taste like tongue. Okay, you know that's like I would hate to not be able to taste food. I, I yeah. that would suck. I went to high school with a guy, um, uh, Beamer. Yeah, Beamer's dad played college ball. Yeah, and he was like a nose tackle back when like Roger Staubach was like a you know a college player. Like this is when football was fucking football. He got bashed so many times in the face that he didn't have a sense of smell. Well, where does your sense of taste come from? Ah. I remember I could go over to Beamer's house and like literally his dad was a smoker, so he didn't care if there were ashtrays all over the place. So I could literally smoke cigarettes and smoke joints. And as long as it wasn't in view of him, he had no idea. Zero idea because he couldn't smell and therefore his uh, his sense of taste was cut by 90% or something like that. What a world. Yeah. So no. don't lose your sense, or don't lose your nose. There you go. There's your answer. It's my nose, though. There you go. So, yeah. all right. So, this took a weird left turn. Yeah. I, <laughs> talking about insuring body parts. Welcome to Six Pack and a Pod, big guy. You've heard us before. I, I we have. We get we get weird every once in a while. I know, but we, we we started this talking about sports and you know the makeup of, and then we ended up on insuring body parts. There's nothing wrong. I with blame that. Zion for that. that. I do too. But and I'm, the fucking I'm, PG fucking two point five. I'm gonna and build Nike a wall shit. around this conversation. <laughs> God damn it, we went there. All right, so you got anything else you want to cover on the current state of sports or any, uh, any quick takes? Any? I, th- I think we kind of covered it. When okay. you look at the state of Chicago, I think it's just interesting to see. It, there's there's one fan base that is in win now, and that's the Cubs. Yes. And, you know, we have one on the horizon, which is, you know, the Chicago Bears. And yeah. I really you like your Bears team this year. Now, you're yeah. like, man. I mean, you look at the Bulls and, and, and the Bulls, Bulls are in fucking general, dumpster fire. They are the Bears from five years ago. They really are. You know, it's it's until until you have an owner and a and a GM and a group in the front office that will legit be taken seriously. True. You can't win. True. You know, so they've I, they've adapted a concept and then two weeks later they're like, Well, we're not gonna do that. Hey, we're gonna be young and more athletic, and then we're gonna go sign fucking Dwayne Wade. Yeah, and yeah, we finally got the players around Fred. He's gonna be great, and then two weeks later they fucking fire and you Fred. Know, I, you I know, don't wanna get political on here or talk about the dumpster fire that was the, the rickets and all that throughout this off season, but that's fine. You know, you look at what's what's gone on with that, you it, it really kinda Drives the point home that honesty with your fan base goes a long way. True. You know, and, and I mean, I thought the coolest thing about the Cubs when they were building that team to win in 2016 was when they got in, Theo Epstein said, we're going to build through the farm yep. and then we're going to pay 
for players that we think we need, and they did that. But we're going to go and pay even, for pitching, and, and we're going to homegrow everything else. And when Ricketts bought the team, he said, "Listen, there's three things we got to do. We're going to win a World Series. You know, we're gonna we're gonna redo the 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 park because it needs some updoing, and, and we're gonna make all the business decisions to make this profitable." And the climb, I mean, the Cubs were, when the Tribune owned them, they were run, they were a big market run like a small market. True. You know, the, the Trib didn't want to spend any money. They they shipped their weight equipment they, they, to, right. to Arizona. They right. were so notoriously cheap, they wouldn't buy weight equipment for right. the fucking spring training facility. They put it all in I mean, people were getting rocked in the head with yeah. concrete. Oh, yeah. You know, that was oh, yeah. the whole thing, too. The I remember when, when to Wrigley be. was falling apart. Yep. Yeah, and, and I think the coolest thing, and it kind of ties into what happened with offseason. Everyone's talking about Bryce Harper and May Machado and how the Cubs aren't getting one of them. And Good, how the dumpster like fire? That's and that's fine. That's yeah. that's. A, but there's there's people out there who are saying you know the Cubs missed out in a in a time of of their championship window to add a 25 year old that could. But my point is is you you can't call Ricketts cheap. Walk around the park. Yeah. You know that's the he invested in something that's going to last a lot longer than Chris Bryant or Bryce Harper right. or you Manny know, it, Machado. He it, just made it, a hundred year renovation. And he's a businessman. Yeah. You know he's not stupid, and the Ricketts family isn't stupid no. as much as their as their emails would say. You know. That's <laughs> a, but that's here nor there. But yeah. You know, you look at what's happened around the park, and you got to be optimistic as a Cubs fan. And I I say the same thing about the South Side. Yeah. You know, as much as they they kind of dropped the ball with Manny Machado this year, you look at the state of the farm system. You look at. Uh, the guy they have the helm, a guy who can really draft. Yep. You know, Rick Hahn, while, while I don't think he's the best negotiator, as it's kind of showed. <laughs> no. Well, I, um, think, I think Jerry wasn't quite letting him negotiate on that it's, one. It's a matter of uh, I, the White Sox understand where they're at on the food chain. If, if the White Sox farm system can have the success rate that the Cubs farm system has, if they get the hit ratio that the Cubs had on their farm system, the Sox are going to be a fucking menace mm-hmm. coming up soon. You know, unfortunately, if they don't have the win-loss ratio, if you will, on the farm system, it's going to hurt. But, I mean, they're, they're stacked young. How can you – I mean, you can't knock – they're in three or four years of the rebuild. You can't You can't really knock a, a squad that is uh, really taking the time, you know, right. to, to, to grow through – and they started from the bottom. Right, You know, absolutely. the Cubs were a weird situation of a team in 20. 12 when they restarted right and uh they grew the three years and and everything seemed to work out well for them and getting to the playoffs quick because the wild card was a huge thing in that and you know chris bryant and the cubs have the luxury of spending money early where the white Sox they really don't no you know, that's right. the they have to be the smartest guys in the room and that's tough to do right you know yeah i mean they're working on a budget you you got to work for the budget it, it's it's tough to sit and you know I, being a Cub fan, I like I said earlier in the last podcast, not a, not a White Sox hater. I enjoy going to the ballpark. I enjoy watching the rebuild because I can look back and see the parallels to my team. You know, you look at what what the White Sox have brought in. They brought in position players. They brought in pitching. They bring in guys that are going to be mainstays for a while. I and losing out on Machado sucks. That that's that's a tough pill to swallow if you're a White Sox fan. But that doesn't mean that this ends. You know, it doesn't mean that your your franchise isn't pointing up. You know, that's, no, that's the, but definitely, it's yeah. tough in the moment. You yeah. know, that's the, that's the problem with it. It stings a little bit. It does. Yeah. You know, and but I mean, the Cubs have it. done the same thing with the Hayward contracts and True. the new contracts. And True. that's, that's tough to, in the now, that's, that's tough. <laughs> I would know? love to pull up a text chain of you and me before last season oh. talking about how great you and fucking chat we were going to be. We didn't say they were going to be world beaters or MVPs or anything like that. No, but that we're was... just like, oh, I see a solid four here. I think you is going to struggle at this point. It'd be great down the playoff run. And it's like, well, we missed on both of those. Yeah. And I so mean, the Cubs. pitching. We're also pitching is Cubs this fickle optimist. is this yeah, fickle true. thing that everybody looks good when they're in the minors and everything looks good on paper when you pay for it and then when you get it you start to realize that each of them it's like buying a used car yeah it's all it's got its own nicks and dinks and things wrong with it yeah but one test drive doesn't show you what's wrong true you right. know that's the and that's what that's what pitching is. Yeah. You know, that's why Theo Epstein and, and company and Jed were so smart to invest in position players. Yeah. You know, that was You grow your farm system, you can watch them grow up. You go fucking buy a pitcher and you hope it works out. Unfortunately we bought two in the same fucking year and neither of them worked out. That hurt. Yeah. So and, and this year you're hoping for a bounce back because if you don't, you're gonna have to eat a lot of money True. down the line. True. At least we get defense out of Hayward. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well yeah, and, we and him too. I, I mean looking I, I've watched a lot of spring training stuff. Pre uh, pre year, he's he looks uh, quicker to the ball, 
good. Which, uh, he did something last year that, too. Uh, yeah, it, it, and he looked better he last year. Growing, I, you know, that's kind of didn't hate him last year. He was pretty damn good. Actually, yeah. there was a there was a stretch there where uh, there weren't a lot of guys hitting. He was one of the only ones hitting. Where I it's remember like, man, middle Hayward's middle of the year. I remember really yeah. enjoying him. So. Yeah, and he's he's gonna have those same things. Yeah, no, I get it. So, any other quick hitter topics you want to cover on current state of sports or? Uh, no. Okay. Follow SM Outcast and yeah, please Sports Mockery. And uh, thanks for having me on. SM Juice Man. Make sure you guys are following my guy, SM Buzzweed. Uh, yep. He'd love to come on one of these times. And we'll, oh, we'll, man. we'll go yeah. four-way here or five-way. Oh. We'll bring a couple mics. And oh. we'll, uh, it's going to we'll, get sloppy. It, you know, <laughs> the coolest thing I think that we got going for our podcast, and, uh, and yours too, yep. you know, is the fact that uh, it's real. You yep. know, that's the... A lot of these guys, and you watch Joe Rogan, you watch these guys, and it's it seems to be mostly produced and and made you know, polished, shine yeah, that, you know, yeah. and that's that's great. And television has done that. And I'm not watching television; I'm listening to real people when yes. I turn these on. And I think that's a great thing about what you guys got going and what we got Thank going. You. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So, and again, the, the, like I've said a million times, like Kyle has a great podcast. Please listen to it if you're not a Chicago sports fan. Go listen to it and get fucking educated. That way, yeah. when when me and Brian dropped a random fucking reference, you know who Michael Kopech is. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope that he's uh, he's coming back with the strong arm this year. Uh, he had a great assist streak a couple you know, a couple nights ago. It ended, so I'm just saying. You know, Kopech's got good that he's pulling double duty. He's fine. Don't worry about <laughs> it. All right. Anyways, Johnny, play us off. Had an idea to get together and save the world. Two minds linked as one, they make some noise and they'd have some fun. Two worlds with different tastes that join their rings and save the human race. Talking topics, two dad bites, crap! Six pack in a pie!